It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Washington football team, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Washington Football with your host of the Locked On Washington Football Team podcast, David Harrison and Chris Russell. Today's episode brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCK15, and you'll get 15% off your next order. The best tasting protein bar you will ever try. Welcome, returning listeners and new listeners to today's episode of the Locked On Washington Football Team podcast. Please, if you haven't already, subscribe or follow the show. Leave a rating, leave a review. It helps other fans of the team find us just like you did. When we are not here on this very show, you can find Chris over at the Team 983, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday. Also find that on the Odyssey app with his co-host Pete Methurst over there doing great work. And then also find Chris covering the Washington football team and writing for SI.com. You can find me hosting the Locked on Bucks podcast with my co-host James Jarko and also covering the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and writing for BucksNation.com. On Twitter, find Chris at WrestleMania621. Find me at dharrison 82 and find the show locked WFT pod. Chris, another new week, another new week of information, hopefully flowing in and speculation also continuing to flow in, flow in surrounding Green Bay Packers quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, it never really uh, ends probably, um, y- you know, and, and maybe that's a good thing and a bad thing. Who knows? It's just all speculation, like you said, David. And, you know, over the weekend, uh, we had talked on the, our last episode about why both of us are, you know, opposed to a potential Washington trade for Aaron Rodgers. But if we think it's just going to go away and that people aren't going to want Aaron Rodgers for whatever reason they have, and, you know, there's certainly some understandable reasons why you would want an Aaron Rodgers. Uh, if we think that's going away anytime soon, it's not going away uh, until Aaron Rodgers signs a contract extension or gets traded to another team. Uh, so for now, this company, this website that I, I, I you know, uh, bounce across a lot on Instagram or IG as the kids call it uh, is called catch the blitz. And uh, I, this just kind of popped up in my timeline. So I wanted to bounce it off of you. Uh, and I, I'm pretty sure I know which way you're, you're, you're going with this, but basically they were talking about the outline of what a trade would look like between different teams in green Bay, uh, the Raiders, the Broncos, so on and so forth. And Washington's, uh, different spin that they came up with was a first round pick and a second round pick in the upcoming draft, meaning 2022, but nothing in 2023. However, instead of Ryan Fitzpatrick and Matt Ioannidis in 2023 picks, like the original proposal that um, ESPN had made, they just included Chase Young into the mix. So if I asked you, if Chase Young was included in the mix with with a first and a second round pick in 2022, does that move the needle or change any of your perspective? Uh, it absolutely changes my perspective on Washington potentially trading for Aaron Rodgers if Chase Young is involved. I would probably quit this coverage, like like <laughs> to be completely honest with you. Like, and you know, and, and we've had some some listeners ask, like, is David a fan of the Washington? And it's not about being a fan or not being a fan. You know, and I've said I'm a fan of good football. If the Washington football team trades Chase Young 
and a first round pick and a second round pick from next year's NFL draft for Aaron Rodgers. I, w- I can't say there wouldn't be any good football from the Washington football team because that's that would be a lot of hyperbole that'd be spitting out. There would still be good football from the Washington football team. But when you're talking three, four years down the road, Chase Young is still going to be wearing green and gold for the Green Bay Packers. And Aaron Rodgers is probably going to be co-hosting the Pat McAfee podcast, you know, talking trash with A.J. Hawk and divulging yeah. all kinds of stories about Coach McCarthy and everything else that's going on in the Green Bay Packers organization right now. Like, get ready for that, football lovers. Aaron Rodgers is going to spill so many secrets about the Green Bay Packers franchise when he retires. I just That's just my, my gut opinion and feeling. I feel like a lot of trash is going to be let loose on the streets of Green Bay, Wisconsin when Aaron Rodgers retires, but that's that's for another day, another discussion. I wouldn't actually quit, but I mean, that it just doesn't make it, again, it just doesn't make any sense to mortgage the future of your franchise. You're giving up a, a number two overall pick, and you're giving up a first-round pick next year, and you're giving up a second-round pick for a quarterback that you're going to have for maybe a handful of years. And to be quite honest with you, at the end of those handful of years, he may not even be a quarterback worth holding on to, but what he wants in his future right now as far as control or say, whatever you want to call it, in some of the decisions that are happening in the franchise, you're adding basically another brain to the think tank, but the difference is Ron Rivera, Martin and Marty and everybody, they haven't worked with Aaron Rodgers before, and he hasn't worked with them before, so... We don't know if their football theologies match and meet up and, and, and all that stuff. And he's already shown if he doesn't get his way, quote unquote, he's going to become a problem very, very quickly for your franchise. So you're, you're putting in the mix a whole lot of what ifs and maybes, and you're giving away an extreme amount of your future to do it. And I mean, so to me, it just, it would be a really bad trade and shout out to some of the people on Instagram who came into the comments to this catch the blitz uh, company or site and, and told them as such. And then you're torpedoing the future of your franchise for a couple, two, three, maybe five years of really good quarterback play. If you're lucky. And that's even if Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers in five years. Well, but, but that, but that's the argument right there. Let me stop you because most fans that want this right. And believe in this and media too, say, well, well, there's no reason why Aaron Rodgers can't play for, you know, four or five more years. And, and, and theoretically, there's no reason. But, but just because Tom Brady does it doesn't mean that Aaron Rodgers is cut from the same cloth. I mean, what Tom Brady does is insane. I don't know if Aaron Rodgers is that dedicated to football and to being the best of all. To, I, I don't think he is. I think he's got many other interests. And that's okay, too. I just have no desire in, tra- in, in transforming my entire future uh, and, and the blood that has been pu- the fresh blood that has been pumped in by Chase Young specifically. Now, if you said, well, Jonathan Allen or or Deron Payne, I think that's a different argument. I still wouldn't do it, but that's me. It's a different argument than Chase Young, right? Yeah, it's a little bit different. I still wouldn't do it either, but it definitely it gives the conversation a different dynamic. But And yeah, with Aaron Rodgers, like I hate this comparison with Tom Brady, and this goes beyond the time he joined the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We hear it every year. Like, I, I, like, I'm waiting on a Buccaneers fan who's also a Florida Gators fan to say, well, if Tom Brady can do what he did as a six-round pick, then Kyle Trask as a third-round pick can do even more. No, he can't. Tom Brady is a unicorn. And, and I'm not dogging the Kyle Trask pick. I actually like that pick for the Buccaneers. But Tom Brady is a unicorn. And if you're intelligent about football, you don't make comparisons against unicorns. You do not do it. You just you just cannot do it. If you, if you compare every tight end coming into the NFL draft from here on out to Kyle Pitts, you're never going to like another NFL tie or another draft pick tight end ever, ever again. 
But Chris, we've got more on this conversation because there are other media members who have more about this conversation. And we're going to get to that here on the other side of this break. And we're going to do so thanks to our friends over at Nugenics. Hey, Washington football team fans, listen up. Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC, is offering a complimentary bottle to all football fans in America. To get your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea, text DRAFT to 231-231. This unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testafen, which helps boost free testosterone and total testosterone levels and increases energy and lean muscle mass. Plus, text now and they'll include a bottle of Nugenics Thermo, their most powerful fat incinerator ever, with key ingredients to help you get back in shape absolutely free. Again, text DRAFT to 231-231. That's DRAFT to 231-231. Message and data rates may apply. Today's episode of the Locked on Washington football team also brought to, a, brought to you by betonline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action because baseball season's in full swing, and you can track all that at betonline.ag. Also track basketball, hockey, UFC, MMA. Before the next pitch, head over to betonline.ag on your laptop or your mobile device. Check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website now using your computer or mobile device. Sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, once again, this is the Locked On Washington football team podcast. Along with David Harrison, I'm Chris Russell. Thanks for being with us. Don't forget, on our last episode, which you can still get wherever you download the Locked On Washington football team podcast, our full interview with Kentucky head coach Mark Stoops on Jamin Davis, first-round pick, uh, and, of course, Greg Minuski and the future of the Kentucky program and college football in general must-listen-to interview. So go check that out on the last episode. So, David, just continuing this Aaron Rodgers uh, situation, Stephen A. Smith. Now, a lot of people feel one way or the other about Stephen A. Smith. Um, he is an opinion obliviator, uh, and uh, he actually, on Friday... Uh, thought it would be good for the Washington football team to just be labeled as the favorite to land Aaron Rodgers. So why don't we play the audio so our listeners can can hear it because it's just better served coming out of his mouth. Believe it or not, mm-hmm. I am with the Washington football team. Wow. Even though it's absolutely disgraceful that they don't have a name. Uh, I, I love all the moves that they've made on the executive level with with, with uh, uh, with Jason Wright and others, uh, you know, uh, Julie, Julie Donaldson and others, the bottom, and the football team from a defensive standpoint, they're elite as far as I'm concerned, Coach Ron Rivera. I get all of that. But to me, the Washington football team, you need a name, get a name. Outside of that, I'm going to tell you, this might be the perfect landing spot. And I'll take into consideration San Francisco as well, but I'm at the Washington football team. McLaurin can ball. We know that. McKissick, he can ball a little bit as well, okay? Logan Thomas, he can ball a little bit from the receiver spot. They can upgrade there as well. Antonio Gibson can run the football. Their defense is big time. They're in the NFC least. So by default, the fact that Aaron Rodgers is it would be in the division would guarantee them a division title. The fact that he would be in the division. Cowboys are looking pretty good this year. Yeah, 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 whatever. The black cat will find them. Like I said, Aaron Rodgers would be that black cat. If Aaron Rodgers signed his name on the dotted line to be a member of the Washington football team today, within the hour, it would be a foregone conclusion. Dallas ain't winning the division. It'll be the Washington football team, okay? Because they got a defense, and you got a magician on the offensive side of the ball that can get it done. And we're talking about a franchise 
since they won the Super Bowl in 1991. That is 30 years the Washington football team has got three playoff victories. Three playoff victories in 30 years. You need no. three to win a Super Bowl in one year. They got three playoff victories in 30 years. You talk about an owner starving. Let's think about this for a second here. You're in Green Bay. It's cold there. Obviously, the winters are, are, are disastrous. We understand not much of a social life or whatever. I can assure you in the nation's capital, that is not an issue. That is not an issue. For you. That's number one. That is number one. Number two, Daniel Snyder. I mean, Dan Snyder would do anything for Aaron Rodgers. If he did anything for RG3, could you imagine what he would do for Aaron Rodgers? The way that now Aaron Rodgers has spread it. No, well, I'm not praising him. What I'm saying is the way he's been, the way Aaron Rodgers reportedly has fretted over the treatment accorded to him in Green Bay. That's the, uh, I mean, Dan Snyder is the antithesis of that. Unfortunately, he fawns over people who are unworthy. So imagine how he would treat Aaron Rodgers. I mean, yeah. my lo you talk about the closest thing to a god in I the nation's know. capital. All right, so that is Stephen A. Smith uh, and Max Kellerman and Molly Kiram uh, on uh, first take, of course, uh, discussing Aaron Rodgers. And David, there's a lot to unpack there. I'll just quickly go through it. Number one, I want nothing to do with Dan Snyder coddling another uh, elite athlete, whether he's, you know, worshiping him or not. That's just been the problem, quite honestly, in a lot of people's uh, opinions and perspectives. And I know it certainly drove Mike Shanahan and Kyle Shanahan absolutely nuts because I was there. I, I covered it and I heard from them uh, on that. So did many other members of the media. Uh, so that's number one. Number two, Stephen A just waxes over, hey, like it's not going to cost you anything. It's just Aaron Rodgers deciding to sign on the dotted line like Tom Brady did with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'll tee you up on that. You know there's a huge difference between what Tom Brady did and then ultimately meant to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Aaron Rodgers being that you just can't get him to sign on the dotted line. You've got to trade for him. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and that and it was said there, you know, one of them said, you know, you're Aaron Rodgers and go wherever you want to go. That's that's not at all how this is going to work. Like, he doesn't have a clause in his contract that mandates they trade him wherever he wants to go. Like, the Green Bay Packers have a say in this as well, and really it's going to boil down to who is willing to pay the Packers uh, what Green Bay is asking for, if not more, in a bidding war to get Aaron Rodgers out of that franchise, or how long is Green Bay going to hold on to Aaron before they finally cave? I think the expectation is Denver. I probably, I think that's probably you know the right answer there. This conversation, and and, and at least my from my standpoint, is not about Aaron Rodgers. It's about the price. It's about the price tag, and not just the money, not just the contract, but the trade value, like you're talking about, because. Aaron Rodgers is one of the best quarterbacks to play in his lifetime, one of the best quarterbacks to play in this league. You know, of course, if you don't have an Aaron Rodgers, you want an Aaron Rodgers on your team from a football standpoint. Now, the personality and all that stuff, talent trumps a whole lot of things. And Aaron Rodgers isn't out here having, you know, massage scandals, Uber scandals, you know, anything like that. So some of that stuff can be can be swallowed, you know, with with talent and success and all that stuff. But when you're talking about having to swallow the ego and swallow the attitude and everything else because of the talent. Now you're also talking about swallowing the cap space, but now you're adding on to it all the exorbitant, you know, trade value and, and all that stuff. That's where this whole thing gets hard to swallow. 
If I'm the Washington football team, and, and I kind of touched on this on our, our last conversation about this, I would be willing to to enter – like if Green Bay came and said, hey, do you want Aaron Rodgers? Let's talk about a trade deal. I would be willing. And here's what I would tell them. Like, you're going you're gonna to take Ryan Fitzpatrick. That has to happen. We can't keep Ryan and Aaron on the same roster. So you got to take Fitz. Like first and foremost, Fitz has got to be part of this deal. So let's just get that out of the way. And then we'll give you – one of our other two quarterbacks. You can you can take Kyle Allen or you can take Taylor Heineke. I'll give you one of those two guys. Which one do you want? They pick one of the two based on what they think. So now you got Fitzpatrick, you got Jordan Love, and you got the other guy. They're in Green Bay for them to deal with. Fine. You're going to want draft capital. I get it. I got that. You're not going to fleece me. I'm not giving you 10 years worth of talent for five years worth of Aaron Rodgers, and I'm not getting the last, you know, however many seasons of his career. Like, that's all in the past that's not in the future. I'm not paying you for mileage already put on this vehicle. That's just not going to happen. So that's where I cap out at. You can have, I'll give you a third. I'll give you a third round pick in 2022. So you'll get two quarterbacks. I'll give you a third round pick in 2022. And then I'll let you choose. And this might be even more for you, Chris. You can either take a 2022 first or, or sorry, a 2022 second rather, or a 2023 first. But you're not getting both. So you get two quarterbacks. You'll get a quarterback right now for the bridge. You'll get a younger guy that maybe you can develop along with Jordan Love, you know, while he's there. Then I'll give you a third rounder next year, and you take your pick. If you want the higher pick, you're going to wait a year for it. You're going to, it's going to gain interest, whatever you want to call it. You're going to wait a year. You can have a 2023 first. If you want it sooner, it's going to be a second. That's that's the that's the fullest extent I would give up. I mean, I mean, you're talking about a dramatically different deal, though. And actually, like I'm, you know, I'm call me semi-intrigued surface uh, on the surface, thinking about what you just outlined there. I, I'm not saying I, I wouldn't do it, or I'm not saying I would do it. I'm saying at least now you have me thinking. Um, and, and I think it's an intriguing kind of arrangement that you just created uh, there. So certainly something we can think about more and, and come back to, no doubt about it. But we just wanted to play that for you. Uh, because look, uh, obviously they have a a, a huge platform, uh, and, and I don't think Stephen A. Smith thinks through a, a lot of his opinions. I think it's just a bunch of bluster. And again, he doesn't think absolutely about the impact. Whereas I know you, what you just outlined there, David whether it's too much or too little or whatever, at least you're trying to creatively solve a situation or creatively move the needle towards making something that is so outlandish a little bit more realistic, if not a lot more uh, realistic. So I, I, I like your line uh, of thinking. Before we spend too long uh, on this, and we'll certainly obviously have plenty of time you know, to get back to uh, all of the Aaron Rodgers speculation, both not only for Washington, but also uh, other teams. David, there's um, two veterans coming to visit the Washington football team early this week. Uh, and that's Bears, former Bears offensive tackle Charles Leno Jr. and former Dolphins safety and captain Bobby McCain. We haven't had a chance to talk about either one of these two guys. Uh, to me, both would make some sense. I totally get the fit. Leno, to me, probably more than McCain. Um, and Leno's a guy who started every single game at left tackle for Chicago for the last five plus years. So if you land him and if he wants to come here, you're landing your, your starting left tackle right there. So, I, I mean, that is a big, big, big thing uh, for me when I look at 
like the Leno and McCain thing. McCain, I'm not sure exactly how he fits, uh, but certainly you can never have enough competition and safety depth. It just would kind of depend on how they arrange the contract. So we'll have more on that coming up. But first, we want to tell you guys about our friends at Built Bar. That's right. Built Bar has nine delicious solid flavors, plus the occasional limited time flavor. When you talk to a Built Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their faves. You guys know that I talk about peanut butter brownie all the time. If you don't know the Built Bar flavors, well, you're missing out. Coconut, coconut, almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, And there's my favorite, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel. And if you're David's mother-in-law, you might like jalapeno chocolate or whatever she wanted uh, the other day. Just, you know, like Built Bar's got it all. They're thinking constantly of everything. So there's something for everyone. That's right. If you haven't tried all the flavors, get a mixed box. You'll get two of each of the nine flavors and they're healthy for you guys. Uh, all under 180 calories, low in sugar, low in net carbs, high in protein, uh, just amazing, quite honestly, and good for you. Order today and get the raspberry, get the mint brownie, or again, my favorite peanut butter brownie, uh, whatever you like. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. Use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. All right, this is the Locked On Washington football team podcast. Along with David Harrison, I'm Chris Russell. You can follow David at dharrison82 on Twitter. Uh, of course, check him out on the Locked On Bucks podcast uh, with James Yarko and uh, also covering the Super Bowl champion Buccaneers. Aren't we lucky? BucksNation.com. I'm Chris Russell. You can listen to me on the Team 980 Monday through Friday with Pete Medhurst. Pete uh, is uh, the voice of Navy football, uh, and we talk a lot of college football. We talk a lot of NFL and all that good stuff. So, you know, you're going to kind of mix it up. David, on this podcast, we talk mostly about the Washington football team. And you know what? You know, what struck me the other day, and I've been thinking about this for a while, so I finally put it into words. The Washington football team took Sam Cosme in the second round, number 51 overall. We talked about this last week. I think that's a good value for him, but they damn well better get a long-term starter. Uh, And I don't know what it means when we talk about Charles Leno coming uh, here. So I'll tee you up on this. Round two has been a disaster for the Washington football team for almost the last 20 years basically almost coinciding with the Dan Snyder ownership error. For whatever reason, they've had hits and misses in round one, certainly in round three, but they've stunk for the most part in round two. And here Sam Cosme is, and already they're maybe trying to get a starter, a veteran starter on the left tackle side. So how do you kind of read out what's going on here right now for the Washington football team? Uh, Well, I look at it and I think, you know, it's, it's first and foremost about getting the best five guys you can possibly get on the field for your offensive line unit and getting them to work together. And I think that at the same time, 
when you have an offensive lineman like Sam Cosme, again, we talked about this after he was picked. He's a day two pick for a reason. And that reason is he's not a finished product. And even your day one guys, even your Panay Sewells, you know what I mean? Your Tristan Wirfs of the world, uh, your, your Andrew Thomas is from last year. I think he was the top tackle uh, taken off the board. They're not finished products either. You know what I mean? They've got growing to do. They've got learning to do. And, and they're going to get better. Hopefully that is the goal. So I think when you're looking at a second round pick on the offensive line, what you want to do is put him in a situation where you don't have to play him uh, you know, outside of just what he can bring already. You want to play him within the confines of what he already does well, work on what he doesn't do well, develop him for the future. You know, Typically, your second-round guys, if they don't start till year two or three, you're okay with that. You want him a little faster, granted, but if, if it has to take two or three years, it is what it is. You kind of are willing to take that a little bit more than your first-round guys. Your first-round guy, you obviously, you know, you want to start her that year, if not in the first four games. You know, if you get some midseason, your first round pick isn't starting, unless it's a clear backup quarterback situation, you're going to start hearing the word bust traveling a lot and, and very rapidly. Um, so I think you go to Ron Rivera and kind of his mentality. Ron Rivera, you know, from, from what I know of Ron, he doesn't care about what Twitter says. He doesn't care about what the Instagram comments are going to say, the Facebook boards are going to say. He cares about running his team the right way for every player as much as they can with the organizational mission in mind. So Sam Cosby, Cosby needs a year as an understudy. He's going to do what he can to make sure that happens. So if that means bringing in a veteran on a one-year deal so they can kind of plug that hole while Sam learns behind him, that's what they're going to do. And for fans of this team and for guys like you, know, you and I'm new to this team, so I get to sit back and say, like, oh, this is all new to me. But if you've seen second-round picks year after year after year after year go unused, it's probably going to get a little frustrating a little bit quicker. But if at the end of the year, if three years from now, if Sam Cosme is either a really good backup who could be a spot starter or a starter, then it'll all be worth it. And that's where Ron's focus is versus everything else. And I think that's what makes Ron a very good manager of a team is he knows how to be aware of the outside noise, but not let it influence his decision-making. I think that's uh, an interesting perspective, no doubt about it. Um, All right. So, you know, clearly they need a bunch of these guys to turn out so that they can have more ammunition. All right, David. So as we wrap up the show, we wanted to get this in. We've been trying to get it in for weeks, but we've had just so much content. This is from the podcast scrutinizer. And he did a comparison, Chris versus David in a good way. And it says Chris versus David, David versus Goliath, David versus how many podcasts he can do for locked on, but who is the best podcast host? Who is the best? Let's get right into it. He says David aka the up and coming pros he's football smart like really smart pros he pairs well with Chris chemistry is there which makes a good podcast more pros he's new without being naive such as he helps bring helpful insight in conversations with only joining this year he criticizes when there needs to be criticism and he hypes when there is hype such as the upcoming season pros he isn't Chris Like I said, he's new. Uh, (laughs) He says, maybe you're paying too much attention to Tampa, but he doesn't really care. He's entertaining, meaning you. Uh, Then he says, I'm the experienced soldier. Pros, knowledgeable. I read that in the Kevin Sheehan intro voice, he says. He brings vast knowledge without sounding like he's being forced at gunpoint to do the podcast. Pros, again, he pairs really well with David and makes this podcast on fire. Let's get some cons here. It was about to fall off the trains. 
David Gottier comes off as a no fun Nelly at times before he improved drastically. And he also says, we still don't have a franchise quarterback, which somehow is my fault. Uh, But he says the W... <laughs> we are his WFT daily news source, and then we get right to the news and help uh, and provide insightful conversations. I don't know how to take that. That's like saying you look pretty handsome for a man. I, you know, I don't know. I mean, like, I it's like some backhanded compliments, but it's funny. Yeah, I like the thoroughness of it too, and I like that he that he praised the John Beck. Uh, interview because that was the John Beck stuff was was really uh, absolutely fantastic but one of the pros too he said was that your name is Chris so I'm assuming this person's name is Chris that's that's kind of you know the the draw uh, that I'm taking for but I mean we appreciate the listenership we appreciate the comment and the time uh, that this person put into writing all this I mean it's it's impressive no absolutely and we appreciate you the podcast scrutinizer all right that's going to do it for us uh, right here on this first edition of the week for david harrison i'm chris russell this is the locked on washington football team podcast if you're looking for the most comprehensive nfl draft coverage this offseason Look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.